This Satellite Sisters is brought to you by Away. Away is first-class luggage at a coach price. For $20 off your Away bag, visit awaytravel.com sisters20 and use the promo code sisters20 at checkout. Thanks, Away. You're listening to Satellite Sisters. What's a satellite sister? The person you call when the best thing in your life happens or the worst. The person that gets you up, gets you going, and gets you through. And every once in a while, changes your mind. This podcast is part pep talk, part weekly check-in. Like grabbing coffee with a friend. Thanks for being here. Welcome to the Satellite Sisterhood. You're listening to Satellite Sisters. I'm Leanne Dolan. I'm a writer and producer from Pasadena, California, and I'm here with my sisters on our season <laughs> premiere. Woohoo! I am Liz Dolan. I am an on-again, off-again corporate executive. I am a full-time podcaster, and I live in Santa Monica with my dog, Hooper. Hi, I'm Julie Dolan. I'm in Dallas, Texas, in my closet, but I've lived in various places around the world. Um, I'm an urban nana. I'm a podcaster, an empty nester, and just super happy to be here today. I know. Yeah. This day is cool. It's It's exciting. Yeah. What's happening? I forgot how we start. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. First of all, one thing I want to say, I want, we had the whole August hiatus. Yes. But thank you so much for sharing all of our shows. We can see that you were listening to all kinds of shows. You were sharing them with each other. You know, the number one way we can grow this show is for you to tell your own satellite sisters. So word of sister is sort of what we're after here. Mm -hmm. So thank you for doing that. Just telling your own satellite sisters or sending them an actual episode. So thanks so much for doing that. One other quick thing. We posted a listener survey on our website. It's six easy peasy questions about who you are. And we'd love if you completed it. We don't take your email or identity in any way. It's not going anywhere. And I I could see from your comments that a few of you were reluctant to complete the questions on income or age. And I just say, like, round up your income and round down your age and go for it. No one is checking. It's just if you want to go give us your weight, that'd be fine too, right? <laughs> yeah, give us your driver's license weight. <laughs> anyway, this we're just going to ask one time this year. This is the one time. So thank you for doing that. It's posted at satellitesisters.com. And you're wrapping it up Friday. Friday. Right? It's yeah, just it's yeah. super quick. This, so. this week. We're just trying to get it done. Yeah. Yeah. Liz is on it. Well, all this all this work we were supposed to do all over August while we weren't producing. <laughs> I started on August 31st <laughs> to do all of my August assignments. <laughs> okay. Good work, Liz. All right. Uh, but we did manage to pull together a show yesterday on Labor Day. Yeah. We, we laboring. It. We were laboring, did our regular production call. People had lots to talk about. So we're going to tell you a little bit about what we did on our summer vacations. Julie, you have the top news story, I think, of our lifetime, and that is from the Wall Street Journal about grocery stores. (laughs) I know. This is supermarket news. They are making changes to make them um, easier for men to shop in grocery stores. Leanne, I know you have opinions on this, and we're going to talk to—I want to hear— what you're thinking about some of these big changes that are coming to the grocery store near you. Fantastic. That's a huge story. All right. Also, um, I know we've all faced this dilemma before. We sat in front of the freezer and we thought to ourselves, should I just eat the entire pint of ice cream now? Because I know I'm going to do it over the course of the next five days. So oh, yeah. Just just so I go all in now. So okay. I'm going to answer that question. There's science on this? <laughs> That's yes. good. I, and yes. I want to know if it applies to a chocolate bar, too. Oh, if well. You eat one square versus just eating the whole thing. I think you can time. extrapolate. Yes, I think <laughs> knowing the answer, I think you can extrapolate. <gasps> we're going to be extrapolating on this <laughs> yes. show? Wow. Julie, we're also, you and I both picked the story about microwaves, the microwave spy story. I mean, that yeah, was a, this is a very serious story. It is. Like, yeah, it yeah. is. Uh, but there are some fantastic details in the story about just the science of how microwaves can mess with your head. And, I saw the headline on this. I didn't read the story. So I'm glad you guys can explain it to right. me. Right. Well, I can't explain it. I can only, <laughs> I can only pick we can up. Only, but here's, here's a big takeaway, that your human head is a good target for microwaves. So Whoa. just think about that, people, okay? As you walk around in your daily life. That's, Julie, I had that underlined. Head is good antenna. That's, that's all you need to know. Spymaster Julie is going to explain it all to us. If you weren't worried about microwaves before, you're going to be at the I end wasn't of this at all. podcast. All right. We have some hot TV news. Liz, one of the most exciting TV shows ever coming towards us. You have a couple of uh, recommendations. I have a book recommendation. Yeah, we have a lot happening. But, um, uh, but first of all, you know, 
August was a very newsy month, and we were off on our hiatus. So there were lots of big things happening, and we just felt like we needed to address the number one thing that happened during the month of August while we were gone. And that is, of course... Serena Williams tutu. Yeah. (laughs) Because Liz, it's not it's not just a tutu, it's a one armed tutu. I think that's important. When when she walked out on the court wearing that, Julie, at the US Uh Open, I thought Wow, I didn't think it was possible to love Serena Williams more. (laughs) There is a woman who is so secure in her identity and her physicality and her skills. Just everything about the way she presents herself in the world now is a woman who just could not care less what you think of her. (laughs) And that's why I love her so much. She is the ultimate just stay noisy persona. I loved it. Well, she is a woman. She is a woman in full, Liz. Yes. I mean, she is the greatest athlete of, you know, in her sport of all time. And I think, you know, the whole world loves her even more since she's become a mother. And she's been so candid about the struggles that she's had during her pregnancy and childbirth, postpartum depression. And, you know, I, when she came out in that tutu, I it just it was jaw dropping. <laughs> Julie, you're a but serious tennis player. What? So what did you okay, think about so this it? This has been the talk as a piece of, of equipment. Okay. <laughs> right, right. So, and if you haven't seen the tutu, please go ahead and Google it. It's fantastic. It comes in a lot of colors. Everyone on my team loves the lavender uh, tutu the yeah, best. Yeah, okay? Because she's wearing different colors for different matches. I can only imagine, dream what, you know, it's going to be for the finals. But I just, I have even more respect for her as an athlete because I don't know how she's playing tennis in that get-up list. <laughs> I mean, it must be a hundred layers of tool going on there. I mean, can you imagine if Roger Federer had showed up for his match last night in later hosen and yeah, tried to it play? Is, it is the equivalent about- of a kilt or something, yes. <laughs> Right, or or Rafa Nadal in a matador cape, you know? (laughs) I mean, that is the equivalent of what she's doing out there. She is like, it's like a whole obstacle to be able to move around in that. And yet she She doesn't care. Yes, yeah. They're killing it out on the court. I also love the the timing. Go ahead, Julie. I was going to say, I've heard some people comment that, you know, a lot of times what the athletes wear to these big championship matches, that's what, you know, you know, low level players like myself, this is what we emulate to wear. Uh-huh. Now, I don't see myself because I could not operate that tutu, <laughs> but I believe that there is going to be a tool uh, you, explosion in women's tennis wear, that you will see more tutus out on the court. And I'm all for it. Yeah. You know, I also love the semi-accidental timing of she comes out in the tutu the same week that the people at the French Open say she's not allowed to wear the catsuit. And the same week that the people at the U.S. Open find a woman for changing her shirt. So you just want to say, like, what's the deal? We're wearing too many clothes. We're wearing too few clothes. Our clothes are too big. Our clothes are too small. Could you just stop talking to us about what we're wearing? You know, and I put it in the same category as the people that complain, the officials and the tournaments that complain about the sounds women make. Stop talking to us about how we sound or what we wear, okay? Just just let us play. So, uh, like, Serena... I hope she gets all the way to the final and has some spectacular color for the final. Oh yeah, let's. Pr- well, she probably white, I would yes. imagine, but it could be pink. You I, know, you could. Again, just, I, I or could gold. be glitter. I'm, <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm thinking we're gonna go with more glitter. She's got the glitter on her tennis. They're not even tennis shoes. They're tennis boots she wears. Yeah. yeah. So I, I'm. That's what I'm thinking for the final. But we'll just. We'll we'll report on it next week. No that's doubt. Right. Could be a lot of American. Well, a lot of Americans could make it to the uh, semis in yeah. the women. So that's exciting. Well, there is there there actually is one other piece of sports news that came up after we um, finished our rundown for today's show. We worked on this yesterday. And uh, and then last night I was at home Monday night, Labor Day, of course, (laughs) watching the Federer match, which was harrowing. Right. And the match gets into the fourth set. 
my phone rings. Like, it's 10 o'clock at night. Who's calling me at 10 o'clock at night? Well, Roger Federer is playing. I don't know. I'm not answering it. I look at it. It's the 202. I'm not answering anyone calling me from the 202. So then, you know, Roger loses in the fourth set. I was very sad about that, but it was a thrilling match. And I listened to the message. The 202 includes the Washington Post sisters. So it was a reporter from the Washington Post was doing a story all about the history of the Just Do It campaign. Because as you may have noticed, that campaign right. made some news yesterday. Yes, yeah. And so they were writing up that, that Nike included Colin Kaepernick in the campaign, but also it is the 30th anniversary. And so there were many years. As one of many athletes. As one of many yes, athletes. They, they're right, doing right. a whole series of yes, yeah. They're good. So, I mean, yeah, um, I like them. Anyway, they wanted, they were doing this whole 30 years, and there were many years where I was involved in that campaign, yeah. like the whole 90s, for instance, and I actually started working. I think the late 80s. And the late 80s. Yes. <laughs> I started work at Nike literally the month that campaign launched. Yeah. So I feel like well, I've lived through Just Do It, and so it was just. You sent me a bumper sticker. I did? Yeah, Just Do It bumper sticker. I didn't have a car at the time, so I, I was. <laughs> I was like, what am I supposed to do with this? I was ski bumming in Wyoming. But yeah, I remember, I think I should have saved it. One of the original Just Do It bumper stickers. Oh, that'd be worth a lot now. Sure. Yeah. Well, it is really fascinating yeah. to think about, you know, three little words, a campaign like that, how you keep it alive over 30 years. And one of the things that I say in this story, and I'll, I'll put a link to the Washington Post story. It's in the paper today. I guess that's why they called in the middle of the night, um, is that during the like mid-90s, we were constantly beating our heads against the wall like okay should we move on from just do it it's like we're getting a little bored with it and we kept trying to think up something better and every year we would try to work on something better like is there a better tagline than that and every year we would say nope no no there's, <laughs> there's nothing better than that that the whole key was attaching the right athlete stories to those three words and whether it's a famous uh professional athlete or just a regular old person who's running their first marathon that's what that campaign has been about forever so i'll put it in the show notes it is it's it's an interesting tale and it was interesting that they hunted me down on, on my cell phone yes. in the middle of the night thank god the match didn't go five sets otherwise there's no way i would have called that guy at the washington post back <laughs> all, all right good right. work well you know uh we were on hiatus as liz and Leon have mentioned and first of all i just want to thank all of the people over at our facebook group and if you would like to join our facebook group it's very easy there's no uh admissions essay or anything like that you can just <laughs> just join um but um, I, uh, one of the things that I did over the hiatus was I did celebrate my 40th uh, wedding anniversary. And as I said, I was going to do to commemorate that. I was attending a wedding. One of my satellite sister's son, one of my satellite sister friend's son was getting married. And I decided to wear the dress that our mother wore to my wedding 40 years ago. And I mentioned earlier that this was some magical dress. I don't know how it's possible our mother kept this dress for all those years, and particularly towards the end of their, my, our parents' lives, when they moved quite a few times, how this dress sort of made the cut every time and then ended up with me. It's I don't amazing. Know. Yeah. But it, so it was amazing. It was an amazing to wear the dress. I posted a picture. It's on our, fa- it's on our Satellite Sisters uh, website as well. You can see it. And I just want to thank all the people that wrote such nice comments. Thank you very much. I loved wearing the dress. I loved telling people what the dress was about. And people just loved hearing that story. So that was uh, that was very special. And thank you for your comments. I would have to say my husband, the international man of mystery, who I rarely show or talk about uh, directly, he was very pleased with all the cute comments. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but so that was one of the big things I did on my uh, summer vacation. But I also um, did Nana Camp, and that this is another big th- uh, shout out and thank you to the Facebook group. I love, love, love seeing pictures of other Nanas hosting their Nana Camps uh, this summer. So I had Nana Camp Dallas edition this summer, due to schedules and things like that. My three grandchildren here were going to be here at the uh, in August, and I flew to New York. I got one of my granddaughters, Josephine, flew her down so that we I could have the four cousins together. And that really was the theme for Nana Camp this summer, Dallas edition, is that I think, again, as, as my role as Nana, as their grandmother, I think helping to build that sense of connection, and particularly among 
cousins because sisters, you know, we have wonderful cousins mm-hmm. that we, they are pure fun, pure joy. And we have this terrific relationship with them. And I would like to give the gift of cousins to my grandchildren so that they have time to bond with each other. You know, they're not, they're not sibling, you know, there's no rivalry like they are as siblings and it's just great to see them all together. So that was one of my major themes, just having the cousins bond. We did a lot of swimming. I played checkers Mm, and Monopoly. Those are, those are life skills that I, those three things I feel are life skills that I think everyone needs to know. I believe in eating and sleeping well at Nana Camp. I believe in manners. And I also like to be a role model for them spiritually. And what that means is we say, we say our grace and we say our prayers. So, and then I like to return everyone in the same condition that I got. And that's, and that's what happened this summer at Dallas Nana Camp. So there are no broken arms, no serious no broken scrapes, arms, no black eyes. No, no scrapes, no bruises. Everybody came, had a lot of fun, and I think made good memories. And I think that is important. That so. is. Good. good. Good work, Nana. Uh, okay. I, I, have, I have a little summer vacation report. I mentioned on our Ask Us Anything show that I was working the whole summer vacation. I can't actually tell you what yet, but I'm on deadline for something. Okay. So I worked every single day of summer vacation. So if we this, can't wait to hear. If you're going to hear, if you're, this is going to sound like it wasn't much of a vacation, well, you got that right. But <laughs> I have a few highlights. Okay. Four years running now, I believe I have perfected the college drop-off house guest protocol. Now, we are in the zone where a lot of our college friends, my husband and I both went to college in Claremont, California, at Pomona College, one of the Claremont colleges. They are dropping off their children at college. Uh We live halfway between all the Claremont colleges, like Pomona and CMC and Scripps, and Occidental, another Uh small liberal arts school. So for the last four years... We have had, after drop-off, we have either hosted or had people, like, coming in, staying with us, just eating. You know, we have a whole protocol now. Nice. So I feel like we perfected it. Putting it, it. out there, too, on yeah, the pod, Leah. I know. Just, get... We had guests, we had college friends dropping off their son at Oxy for uh, three nights because uh-huh. they drove down. So we had the college kid the first night and then the parents the, the two nights. There's an orientation, blah, blah. Here's the key to <laughs> do this. Do you do an orientation? I... Are you? Is that... Do you provide <laughs> any guidance, wisdom on Who's on orienting who? Here, here's, here's what I got, you guys. Here's what here's the protocol. Yeah. Very low expectations. Uh-huh. You don't know how people are going to react to college drop off. Some people mm-hmm. are elated. Some people are exhausted. Some people are emotional. Yeah. So I have no expectations that you as the house guest will be entertaining. Okay. I feel <laughs> I also have no expectation for your student. You know, uh-huh. if it's the night before they're dropped off at college, they don't want to talk to me. No. Yeah. I don't I don't have to ask them what their major is. No. Or no where no. their new roommates are from. They don't they care. They could not be less no. interested and in So you. I have no expectations about your behavior or your children's behavior. Uh-huh. Two, when you come, you will get chicken enchiladas because that's what everybody wants before they go to college. Right. <laughs> they just they want chicken that's enchiladas. solidly in yeah. one last good meal. Good. Yeah. And then. After you drop off, we will not require you, again, to be entertaining, to go out to dinner, to do anything. No. You come back, take a long shower, have a glass of wine. I, I will have ceviche for you, my signature ceviche. Mm. Or I will have the ricotta cheese extravaganza. The spread. homemade ricotta yes, cheese. so that yes. you just yeah. walk in the door. You don't even have to speak to me. Just start eating and drinking. <laughs> That's what you want. Showering. <laughs> That's it. And then in the morning, there's coffee. There is there is coffee cake that I buy from my friend who can bake coffee cakes because I can't. But again, I don't have any expectation. You don't have to talk to me. You don't have to do anything. We're here so for you. So you're sort of like a halfway house, Liam. That's, <laughs> That's exactly really right. Feel mm-hmm. like we provide an excellent service, service. and yes. that we've really nailed it now. Like uh-huh. in the beginning, we may have had too many expectations, but now very low. Just uh-huh. come, eat, drink, don't speak. I got. <laughs> We got it. So we did that. But we they had, can speak if they want. They can You're talk just, if yeah, they want. Yeah, okay. We're here for you. I yeah. mean, we, we are, we're here for you if you want to talk. But if you don't want to talk, that's fine. Okay. Uh, so we're good. We got that. We had fun doing that. And here's just one side note. The the couple we had, the he went to college with us and she went to Yale. Her college roommate was Brett Kavanaugh. Her college classmate was Brett Kavanaugh. Her roommate was yeah. Brett Kavanaugh? Her Call co- the Senate. No, her <laughs> classmate. I know. But I was just, we all made just feel old and... Um, not doing very and well like in our lives. Big old <laughs> <Yeah>. flops. <laughs> like, 
Wow. Your college nice. classmate is nominated for the Supreme Court? Wow. Yeah, we are wow. losers. Okay. Leanne, I'm surprised you did not get a call from the Washington Post. Yeah. Because... <laughs> I have strong opinions on things, uh, as you know. All things sports. <laughs> yeah. All right. Two, Julie, this one's for you. I had a pioneer woman breakthrough. Okay. What you is know, that, Leanne? Well, you know how we torture ourselves and we watch the pioneer woman, the cooking yep. show. I know. We love her. And we love her. And yet I don't, there's nothing usually that she makes that I ever think, oh, that looks good. Like I just. <laughs> I've never seen that show. Like, it's no. just. You know, it's a lot of treats. It's not for you, Liz. Liz. Yeah, I, I, I don't see you as the pioneer women. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but Julie, I actually made a recipe from the Pioneer Woman TV show this this vacation. I made a pork chop Which recipe. Which one was it? I made a sheet pan pork chop recipe. And Julie, hold on to your hats because it included using seasoning from ranch dressing mix. <laughs> that sounds good, Leanne. It, mm-hmm. was, it was savory and tasty. I mean, she put... Okay. She put a packet of that ranch seasoning on every single thing on the sheet pan, and that is what I did, and it was a big hit. So that, that's okay. all I have okay. to say. Okay, Lynn, you got to post that recipe. That sounds I know. I'll do, I will post. I will post yeah. the link. I'll post the link. And then finally, uh, our big finale at the last night in August, we went to the Hollywood Bowl to see John Williams. He was celebrating his 40th anniversary appearing at the Hollywood Bowl. So wow. 40 years of yeah. conducting the L.A. Philharmonic Orchestra there. He's missed a bunch of years, but in general, like— He did a was, few other things It in was between. 40 years. So, But this was the key, that because it was 40 years, his good friend Steven Spielberg came oh. with him. He said, oh. I've been asking Stephen to come to the Hollywood Bowl for me with me for years. He's never done it. So it was like the greatest hits. The two of them talking about their 45-year creative partnership, which is extraordinary. Yes, you know, right. it started with Jaws. And then, and then they would show, Stephen would talk about certain things like film clips. Like he showed the clip of Indiana Jones, the third Indiana Jones movie. The one where it's young River Phoenix as young Indy on the circus train. Sure. Yeah. So, okay, you're going to, when you saw the sequence, you remember it. So they showed it without the music, and then they showed it with the music. How uh, fascinating. It was fantastic to hear Steven Spielberg sort of talk through the film clip on yeah. stage. Like, oh, yeah, here's the whip. Here's where he finds the whip. Oh, then he gets the scar. That's Harrison's scar. Like, it was kind of the Indy origin story, that sequence. And then yeah. to hear it with the music, fantastic. Wow. Great. To hear him talk about Schindler's List, what that was like, like the double responsibility that the two of them had and how their partnership was very different, creating a movie based on real life than, say, E.T. Yeah. And then they played E.T. Okay, I haven't oh. seen E.T. since it came out. Like, uh-huh. you know, remember back in the day movie. when you just see yeah. movies once and yes. you don't watch them eight million times? Like, I mean, I don't know. I probably saw it again in college, but it's been 30 years I was a sobbing mess. I forgot <laughs> how emotional, like when E.T. gets on that bicycle and I rides know. up to the moon. It's unbelievable. And so, and to watch Steven Spielberg's face watching E.T. with John Williams playing live, it was unbelievably great. So it's a very special night. We've been for the last couple of years to the Hollywood Bowl to see John Williams. But this was so this yeah, sounds like awesome. a really unique night. It was fantastic. Yeah. And then so did you film it all on your cell phone so you I, can share it with all of us? Not the whole thing. No, <laughs> I, I have 25 seconds of the Star Wars thing. Oh, because yeah. Because they had the army, like the U.S. Army trumpet bragoon or something. <laughs> I don't br- think that's bragoon. the right word, Lance. I think it is. <laughs> I'm <laughs> like 100% sure. <laughs> it's a trumpet bragoon. <laughs> it is not called a trumpet bagoon. <laughs> br- br- bragoon. Anyway, okay, whatever. You were doing so well. <laughs> okay, somebody at home can look that. That's up. a military word. That's a military word. It might well, be... you did tweet that out. We cannot use music on the podcast because we'll get sued. But on Twitter, you can do whatever yeah, you want. No one cares. So if you follow Leon on Twitter, you will see the bagoon. It's a bagoon. But you know what they open with? Brigadoon. Maybe of... you were trying to say brigadoon. No, brigadoon. Um, you know what they open with? The Olympic fanfare. Oh, Which wow. you kind of forget that John Williams created. Right. So wow. they just walked out on stage and played that fanfare. I went nuts. And then they had, you know, cut all these great Olympic stuff in the background. They have the screens. And then they ended with Star Wars, the, wow. you know, the Star Wars theme. So it was fantastic. John Williams, man. It was a great L.A. night. I will say that. It's hard to top Steven Spielberg and John Williams on stage. 
with, you know, thousands of people waving their lightsabers. At oh, the end. wow. That's the best at the Hollywood Bowl. <laughs> All right, we have to take a break. Wow. Uh, I so feel like we just did a whole show. I we know. covered so much in, in the first segment. So, Julie, while we're doing the sponsors, can you look up Brigoon? <laughs> <laughs> I, I know that's a word. It's the word. <laughs> Not the way you said it. It is. <laughs> All right. We would, okay, who's sponsoring today's show anyway? We would like to thank Away Luggage. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Away, and we are so happy that Away is part of the Satellite Sisters family. You know, Away was inspired by real travelers, okay? The people that started Away, they asked thousands of people how they pack, why they travel, what bugs the most about their luggage, mm -hmm. and then they designed great bags to respond to all those things. They are great bags. We all love our Away bags. It is absolutely true. They have high-quality materials while offering a much lower price compared to other brands by cutting out the middleman and yes. selling directly to you. Yes, which we're grateful for. Yeah, we are. And you know, it, it was fun to see everyone all summer long posting at the Satellite Sisters Facebook page, like, here are my away bags, and off I go. Yeah, fantastic to see where you were headed with your with your snappy uh, away bags. They have a variety of colors and sizes: the carry on, the bigger carry on, the medium, and the large for extended stays, and lots of fun colors. Mm -hmm. You know, you can get your basic black if that's the way you want to go. I've got the medium in blue. I have uh, a, I have the medium in sand. Mm -hmm. I like it. Mm -hmm. I enjoy a light color bag coming off the luggage rack. They're easy oh. to spot. <laughs> it is. Uh, on your Both sizes of the carry-on are able to charge all cell phones, tablets, e-readers, and anything else that's powered by a USB cord. A single charge of the Away carry-on will take your charge your iPhone five times. So that's good to have. You never yeah. know when you're going to need that. I actually right. needed that on You a... almost always need that, yeah. as a matter of fact. <laughs> yeah. If you're on one of those terrible A-Bus, Airbus 321 <laughs> planes that have no chargers... <laughs> is wrong with them. Anyway, I get a lot of questions, Liz. Personally, people come to me about, hey, Leanne, what's the deal with the Away, the battery, the carry-on? How does that work? There's uh -huh. some new rules. I, just, I didn't realize we could come to you with all of our questions. You can't, Liz. I don't actually, <laughs> I don't work customer service. You are not service. the customer service no. desk? No. I believe in the product, but I also believe that the product has a fantastic website that will answer all your questions. If you just click on the battery page, you can see, oh, this is how it works. They have a pop-in and pop-out battery now on the new carry-on and bigger carry-on. So people have concerns about that. Everything is answered at awaytravel.com. It's just a super nice way of telling people not to bug No, no. I'm I'm glad that people are interested, yes. but I don't I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to be responsible. You're a middleman. You're a middleman. You can't help. Let's cut out the middleman. I don't want to be responsible. <laughs> so go to awaytravel.com forward slash sisters20. And if you use the code sisters20 at checkout, you're going to get $20 off your luggage. Awaytravel.com forward slash sisters20. And then use the code sisters20 at checkout. Away luggage is first class luggage at a coach price. Thanks, Away, for supporting Satellite Sisters. We would also like to thank Brooklinen. And I can say that genuinely, yesterday on our production call, we had a spontaneous conversation amongst the sisters yeah. about how much we love our Brooklinen sheets. Really? Right. I, was I just away ordered another set, and I love them. I was away for a few weeks over in, during August. I came home into my Brooklyn and Sheets at home in Santa Monica. I was so happy. They were, they're just so great. When I had my house guests in July, I ordered two sets of Brooklyn and Sheets. So we love these sheets. Why? Because it's five-star hotel-quality sheets for everyday life. Luxury sheets without the luxury markup. That's true. Yeah. Yep. Apparently, most bedding is marked up up to 300%. But really? Yeah. That's what it says. That's here what in the, the middlemen are doing to us. <laughs> middlemen. <laughs> but not a brick linen. No. They've no. solved it. They said, you know, those millennials, they, they just want the sheets, the best sheets they can have at the best price. So Brooklinen is giving an exclusive offer to Satellite Sisters listeners. And this is what we want you to do. To get $20 off and free shipping, use the promo code SISTERS at brooklinen.com. Go to brooklinen.com and use the promo code SISTERS for $20 off. They're so sure you're going to love your new sheets. They offer a risk-free 60-night satisfaction. So there you That's, go. You're going to know after yeah. 60 nights. Yeah, and a lifetime warranty on all their sheets and comforters. But the only way you're going to get that, $20 off and free shipping, is to use the promo code SISTERS at brooklinen.com. And if you're wondering how Brooklinen is spelled, this is how it's spelled, B R. O-O-K, linen, 
L-I-N-E-N. It's mm. almost harder when you read it out loud, actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have the links in the show notes yes. and on our website. Good point, Liz. Mm-hmm. Yeah, brooklinen.com, promo code SISTERS. These really are the best sheets ever. Thanks, Brooklinen. Okay, okay we're, we're back. back. And while you were doing the ad, sisters, I did Google. This was the question. Is Bragoon a word? <laughs> and Google wrote back and said, did you mean Brigadoon? <laughs> I said, no, 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 Google. I did not mean that. They said the closest the closest that uh, that Google can come to it, Leon, is Dragoon. That's what I was thinking of. <laughs> Which, but that, that is a heavily armored a battalion of of, you of know, people on horses of on horses yeah it's yeah. a military word though <laughs> yes it is close br- enough <laughs> okay thank you julie that's good well work. that's the kind of thing i just for yep. you sister so <laughs> and leon when i heard this when i read this story in the wall street journal i was like i have got to talk to leon about this okay this is supermarket news you 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 love grocery stores yes. you love grocery store trends well here's the thing grocery stores are catering to a new type of client leon ben Men are finally shopping in grocery stores, and grocery stores want to be able to cater to this new group. So they're creating a number of design concepts to appeal to men. Okay, number one, lower shelving heights and straight corridors, because apparently when they did focus groups with men, men feel trapped in grocery stores. They like to see the exit and the checkout areas from wherever they are in the grocery stores. So they don't want to meander through some giant deli display or, you know, they don't want to get off the beaten track. They just want to be able to get in and get out and be able to see that. They also feel like they didn't like it when grocery stores, which they do that at the end of each aisle, they stack things really, really high. Men don't like that. So grocery stores are taking them down. They're putting in lower shelving heights and straight corridors to give guys a clearer view of the checkout. What's that? Hmm. Is that some sort Uh, of metaphor? (laughs) (laughs) Is it? Yeah. Hmm. Like I need a view of the exit at all times. Don't block me, man. I need a view of the exit. What's that about? Mm, That is deep. I think it's about groceries. (laughs) Okay, see, they don't like visual cluttering, Leanne. Okay, for example, uh, the other thing is they want more men's sections uh, in grocery stores. So grocery stores are putting in areas next to their makeup, highly priced, overpriced makeup areas where you'd find beer, uh, beard products and protein supplements that would appeal to the male shopper. Mm-hmm. No, I'm okay. fine with that. Do you have a problem with no, that? No, I don't. I, I don't have a problem with really anything. It's just, it's just, uh, it's suspicious to me. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, no, nothing. So far, so good. I'd be fine if they took okay. all makeup out of all grocery stores anyway. They're, they're just whole aisles. I would never go down all of that stuff down there. I do. <laughs> but you know sometimes the, you need it, Liz, and you yeah. can't go to, you don't have time to go okay. to a, a separate drugstore. So fine. it's very convenient. Okay. okay, other thing fewer ads and promotional messages uh, in, the, in the food stores. That men do not respond to when they have ads on the floor, when they have ads popping out of the aisles, when they have ads on the shopping carts. Men don't respond to it. Well, really, so they're saying get rid, get rid of those. (laughs) Do you? Apparently, women do. Leanne, do you respond to those? I like when they have things popping out at me. (laughs) (laughs) Really, attracting me to a new product or a promotional item. Okay, I love all the stuff stacked at the end. What's at the end? I think. special this week oh my gosh there are 900 kinds of triscuits stacked at the end of this aisle i look forward to the la croix display who doesn't okay go ahead i know so okay so other things uh more uh, maybe have you noticed this in pasadena uh more masculine floral designs uh in the floral area that these would be featuring woods and barks and branches Less pink carnations, less uh, turquoise uh, flower bouquets, you know, just more floral designs that a man might buy. Oh, I actually have noticed a lot more like wood things Mm -hmm. and stuff, but I just thought it was a trend, not because men like it. I thought that was from Fixer Upper. I thought that was Chip and Jim. Yes, that because... 
that I thought that was yes. theirs rather than, but they are trying to appeal to men to get men to buy more of those floral designs. Uh -huh. And then just a lot of programming, in-store programming, uh, like beer refill areas, you know, mm -hmm. what do you call those growlers? Yeah. That, yeah. A lot of, a lot of uh, stores are putting in growlers again for men or they're offering butchery classes. Uh, so uh, you, I don't know. You can. That makes you know. me laugh. <laughs> the thought of my husband going to a butchering class <laughs> at a butcher. Yeah, yeah. it yeah. just makes me laugh. That makes me. Laugh. It makes you laugh. You know, or here's that, what I think. Or that gas gas discount, which I love. I uh, like sure. that. Apparently, yeah. that's that's not for us, Leanne. That's for men because I'm using men it like anyway. the gas. <laughs> Are we allowed to use it? Because I enjoy the gas discount. <laughs> well, it just I. You that know, seems when like I read kind of a article, universal like, thing. This is. This is nice. Yes, this is nice. And I'm glad. I think many of these changes are fine. But I do feel a little bitterly. And like we've been slugging away grocery shopping for years and years and years. And what they didn't care about us. Exactly. And now there's this new Johnny come lately. Yeah. Named I, Johnny. Yeah. Who's going to be shopping. <laughs> and so now they're going to like turn the whole store upside down. I, I agree. You know. I, I still feel like the number one way to my heart is customer service is checkers and baggers like yeah. that's you want to like appeal to everybody enjoys checkers and baggers it's like hey how about at the deli counter how about moving faster than the speed of an iceberg <laughs> <laughs> that deli counter so i can get some chicken salad fast so yeah i I've, i am a little bitter julie you can see hear it hints coming into my voice because i think the worst thing in the world are all those like beer tastings they have now and the free samples that is just people cluttering the aisles i cannot stand it i just want to be able to go in and go out i just don't get so it no programming for you i don't just, need i don't, don't need, need programming. programming i don't need okay. programming at the grocery store i need groceries i need checkers and, and baggers. baggers working simultaneously and i would like someone to take our carts in the parking lot. That would be nice. <laughs> would be nice, Julie. It would be nice. Yeah. Well, now I'm going to keep my eye out for these things. I'm going to check the this beard. The beard yes. solve. I would like to, we'd like to hear from you. If you have <laughs> masculine things going on in your grocery store, we want to know about it. All right. Here we go. It's the question we've been asking ourselves all summer. Is eating a ton of ice cream in one sitting worse for you than eating a bite a little bit every night? Who, that I, is a fascinating existential Dilemma. I mean, yeah, you've asked yourself this question, haven't you? Because it's the same number of calories. It is. Uh, no matter how long you take to eat it. It is. So why not? It, okay. Well, according to Dr. Raj Liz of Health Magazine, it's not clear cut. Okay. Some okay. research suggests that... Thanks for the big build-up. Yeah, no, but, but she has an opinion on this. <laughs> okay. So you're right. It's the same number of calories. Of calories, but uh, some research suggests that every so often binges can increase your metabolism slightly so that you may gain less weight if you were to spread out those calories over a handful of meals. All right, that's encouraging, uh -huh. right? Wait, How, that's a binging is good? Uh, that That's a little every so often binges, yes. Okay, all, all right. right? Uh, however, it isn't guaranteed that everyone's body will react the same way. Well, I know how no mine's going to react. No joke, Dr. Raj. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thanks, Dr. Raj. Uh, so um, some people who have very serious health issues like type 2 diabetes, that steep blood sugar increase is yeah. not going to be good for you. And another potential snag is that these type of, this is my favorite phrase, these type of feeding frenzies have, <laughs> have the potential to trigger future cravings. Uh, I think yes. that's the big takeaway, yeah. Liz, yeah. right? Like, like a pint in one sitting becomes a habit and right. it's not once a week, it's twice a week yeah. and the next thing right. you know, boom. You're not just every night. Right. Yes, yes. There you know, you with go. ice cream it's always nice to have a little cookie too <laughs> yeah. or you know, so <laughs> yes. Well, you yeah. get that sugary taste and you want to yeah. uh, keep keep filling that. So, yep. that, you know why, Julie? Because according to Dr. Raj, the more sugar we consume, the more likely it is that our taste buds could become desensitized to sweets. And as a result, we will need more and more sugary sweets oh, yeah. to satisfy our sweet tooth over time. 
Now, chances are, and this is the other part that seems pretty self-explanatory, but I was glad it was in here. Chances are, too, you don't really feel that good after eating the entire <laughs> pint, pint of, of ice, cream. ice cream. Thanks, Dr. That's Raj. Correct. So that that's the true. listen to your body that is strategy. Yeah, yeah, that, you know, maybe the bloating and abdominal pain <laughs> is also a turnoff to eating the entire pint. Uh-huh. See, that's why I think those low calorie pints of ice cream, which we've talked about are before. dangerous. We, that yeah. halo top it's or whatever just, it's called. It's dangerous because then you're like, oh, I can eat the whole thing. But it yeah. has all those fake sugars in it. It's it's also not very good for you. Yeah. But you're also thinking, oh, I can eat the whole thing. Yeah. So. Right. So that, Do not train yourself to eat the whole thing. I, I think, think it's just don't here. get a pint of ice cream. <laughs> I mean, seriously, right. I find that when I'm trying to cut back, I just I just get the um, the cream fudgicles. Oh, <laughs> I get the mango fruit bars. Yeah, because they're only 40 calories, the little yeah. fudge skulls, and they're tasty. They're very tasty, and they're satisfying, and it's not an entire pint of ice cream. All right, uh, so I hope that helps, people. Um, that was our big health news story <laughs> for the That was really it's a groundbreaking report. Just just remember, make, eating an entire pint of ice cream makes you feel bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's right. How about makes microwaves you, makes blowing up Makes you feel like a head. big dragoon, Leanne. That's what it makes you feel like. Big dragoon. Um, okay. This was a story in the New York Times this weekend. I read the headlines. Microwave weapons are prime suspects in ills of U.S. embassy workers. And immediately you just start to get suspicious of your household items, uh -huh. right? Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of people that think microwaves in your kitchen cause all kinds of health issues. Mm -hmm. And this is just the kind of headline that's going to freak them out. Yeah. And you know for what? For good reason. It, for good reason, Liz, because you know what? They've been working on, since the Cold War, Washington, we, the Americans have feared that the Russians have been working on microwave weapon technology really? since the Cold War for years and years. You know, but and that, that this was at the story in the New York Times and uh, but was, yes, the Russians are working on it, but so were the United States. So are we. We've yeah. been working on it, too. Yes. We've been working on microwave weapons to disrupt behavior for idea dissemination. The Navy was working on a project where they sought to use microwaves in order to paralyze people. Yeah. Yeah. As no. no. Oh, OK. Yeah. Let me no. ask a question. OK. This so, is Liz. So they're using microwave ovens or just microwaves microwave. in general? OK. Microwave technology. So microwave yes. technology. Okay. So, Liz, yeah, here's the backstory here. So you remember when those diplomats were affected in Cuba? I remember. remember? We talked about that on the show. Yes. And as well in China. They're okay. also at a consulate in China. They have had the same kind of situation. Yeah. OK. Go ahead. So a medical team examined the 21 affected diplomats from Cuba, an American medical team. And they think they now consider microwaves the main suspect. And the team is increasingly sure that the diplomats suffered brain injury from the microwaves. Wow, that's terrifying. Yeah, the doctor in charge, Dr. Smith, I'm sure that's his real name, or her, <laughs> or her real, or to him. Everybody was relatively skeptical at first, and now everyone agrees there's something here. And Dr. Smith, you know, remarked that both the doctors and the diplomats were joking about the immaculate concussion. Ah. But strikes with microwaves are now more plausibly explained. Painful sounds, ills and traumas, other culprits, including inciting uh, contagious anxiety, viral infections and sonic attacks. Wow. How crazy is that? You know, this is, yeah, this was really serious. And they, they think that the weapon for something like this, you know, could be as simple as a satellite dish that was either handheld or mounted on a car or a van or a helicopter. And that by concentrating a beam of this microwave, that uh, that's how they were impacting the diplomats. So, so then the question, nobody knows, well, who did this? Was right, it the Cubans? Right. Were the Cubans doing this or some faction of the Cubans because they didn't want this was, as you remember, this was right when the U.S. embassy opened and we mm -hmm. were opening our relations with Cuba. Uh, so was it some faction of the Q of the Cuban government that was involved with this? Is it the Russians? OK, because, again, the Russians have enjoyed a close relationship with the Cubans and maybe they didn't like the idea that the Americans were moving to town. Right. And that by by doing this very, you know, this very suspicious 
microwave thing that this would disrupt the relations between the U.S. and Cuba? Or is it the Chinese? Because the same symptoms are being reported by diplomats in a consulate in China of the, you know, the hearing the noise, the nausea, the headaches, the memory loss. And so it's unclear who's behind this. Mm -hmm. But you're right that they're, you know, at first this was dismissed, but now they're thinking this really could be from microwaves. So how do we protect ourselves? Is it the tinfoil hat? <laughs> what, is, do they suggest a way we can no, there protect was no our heads? I mean, no. other than as we stated at the beginning of the show, I was alarming to read that your head is an excellent target Perfect for antenna. Yeah. Yes. It's, because uh, it's, it's so mushy thick, in there? Yeah. Just absorbed? Yeah, it's yeah. big and round, and it's right up there on the, t- you know, it's up high. Melon and, head. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and here's one interesting detail from this, uh, from this article in the Times that so we'll link to this, is that there is a special um, a group of scientists who consults with the U.S. government about such a secretive group of elite scientists that helps the federal government assess new threats to national security. Mm-hmm. And the name of that group, Liz, is Jason. Jason? <laughs> yes. Isn't Jason Bourne? I, Liz, I mean, I don't know. Where did they get that name? Jason. I mean, somebody called J.J. Abrams. That's the Joint the... Action Squad. Secretive group, Liz. Uh, that's what it is. Joint Action Secret. Wow. Because I actually have Jason Bourne news coming up in the next segment. <laughs> I know, I know. So this could be another. This could be yeah. another great TV show. Jason, yes. come on, get on it. <laughs> but yeah, it is pretty scary. And there's like one American. So it is very scary, and and it's you know, and it's really you know, and what recourse do we have for these diplomats that have really been injured by this? Is you know, it's hard to know because no one. You know, no one's taking credit for it. So Right. We have our longtime listener, Erin, who's based in yes. Beijing because her yes. husband is the Marine at the embassy there. And so she's posted a little bit about this uh, in the Satellite Sisters Facebook group when it first happened there. Yeah. Well, just thought it was interesting. I mean, yeah. I, I think it's terrifying and it does make me suspicious of my appliances, which I know it's sort of different. Yeah. But, Julie, you actually brought the facts. So good work. <laughs> I was just disturbed by the fact that our head is a perfect antenna and that the group is called Jason. (laughs) I say, I suggest you keep your head in the freezer, Liam. That might be good. (laughs) Where are the fudgicles? All right. Coming up, we do have some uh, entertainment recommendations for you. We do. Many. And our to-do list. Uh, But first, we want to thank a couple more sponsors. Liz, you know, there's a smart way to do things, and there's a not smart way to do things. I've heard that, Leanne. According to ZipRecruiter. And you know what ZipRecruiter says about hiring? What? That it's not smart using your relatives to fill in at work while you look for staff. (laughs) Well... But that's our entire plan here. That's the entire Satellite Sisters business plan. Why didn't you tell us this 17, 18 years ago, ZipRecruiter? We've been using relatives to do everything. Oh, my God. So we're going to have to hire some sisters who are not relatives. That that is a challenging hire, ZipRecruiter, but but we're on it. It would be smart, according to (laughs) ZipRecruiter. Not smart hiring your relatives. Smart hiring people who are not your relatives. Okay. You know what else is smart, Liz? What? Going to ZipRecruiter.com slash sisters to hire the right person. Mm-hmm. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them for you. They have this powerful matching technology. Liz, it scans thousands of resumes, identifies people with the right skills, education, and experience for your job. None of which, I have to say, any of our relatives have. <laughs> we did not have those skills for no, this job. We did not. We would not have even been hiring ourselves. Nobody would have hired us to do this. So we hired ourselves. <laughs> okay. All right. So but it actively invites them to apply. Yes. So it's going out and finding you the right people. You get the qualified candidates fastly and which the, you know here we are many years in. Fast would have been good. Fast would have been handy too. That's why ZipRecruiter is rated number one by employers in the United States. So right now listeners to Satellite Sisters can try ZipRecruiter Recruiter for free at this exclusive web address, ziprecruiter.com slash sisters. That's ziprecruiter.com slash sisters, ziprecruiter.com slash ziprecruiters. It's not sisters. Oh, gosh. Ziprecruiter.com slash sisters. <laughs> yeah, you got yeah. it. We got it. We got it. We yep. need another sister to, yes. to, to do ads. the ads. <laughs> ZipRecruiter is the smartest way to hire. 
We would also like to thank Me Undies for their support of Satellite Sisters. You have heard us talk about Me Undies a lot, and why? Because we really love them. It's as simple as this: when you wake up in the morning and you're groggy, you just get excited to put your Me Undies on, don't you, Liz? <laughs> they just feel good, don't well, they? Well, I have so many different colors and kinds now. I actually, I do get excited, Lee, and I'll confess that right here. Quite a collection. Yes. Quite a, well, you know, I enjoy the, some of the special prints they have. Last month, very tempted, went ahead and did it, ordered the Keith Herring me undies. You did? <laughs> yeah. They were so cute. The little Keith Herring dogs, those are fun. I was looking, well, they have a whole doggy collection now. Oh. Which, that's what I, that's, so my next refresher pack, I think, is going to be the dog theme. All right. Because I have a dog that keeps destroying my... <laughs> <laughs> that is quite a business plan that MeUndies has. <laughs> the pictures of the dogs on the underwear so that they eat the underwear. Whatever. <laughs> Way to go, MeUndies. We don't mind because it's micromodal fabric, Liz. It's a full three times softer than regular cotton. You just can't believe how soft these things are. It's, very, it's really true. It is. It is really true. They have lots of fun prints that they release every month. You can get matching socks and bralettes, even though we haven't worn a bralette since, you know, 1976. <laughs> and you could even get a matching pair with your partner. I mean, <laughs> I was really? tempted. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I do not see your husband going along with that. Uh, at yeah. all. I don't want to think about that. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Well, it's a 100% satisfaction guarantee, and you're going to love these undies. But if you're just not into it, you can send it back for a full refund. So here's how you do this. You go to MeUndies.com slash sisters, MeUndies.com slash sisters. You can get 15% off your first pair, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee. MeUndies.com slash sisters. And MeUndies is M-E and then undies, <laughs> U-N-D-I-E-S, MeUndies.com slash sisters. Thanks, MeUndies. And once again, we have all these links in the show notes and on our website. Okay, it's time for entertaining sisters. Wow, there was so much going on during the summer, but, you know, fall is when things start to get exciting with movies and, and TV shows. But first we have to talk about favorite movie of the summer. Is everyone in on Crazy Rich Asians? Oh, so fun. You guys all saw Absolutely, it, right? Absolutely, Liz. Oh, yep. my God. Loved it. That movie made me laugh out loud so many times I was shocked. And everyone in the theater was just enjoying themselves. Even the woman next to me who arrived late had like bundles of things, not just popcorn and stuff. There, were, I don't know. It's like she was moving in, and then she tapped me and explained in advance she wanted to just make sure I noticed that she had her service Yorkie with her. Oh. So there was something about having a Yorkie with me to enjoy Crazy Rich Agents, which really sounded, <laughs> which felt right. Anyway, I loved Did it. Did you read the book? No, I never oh, did. Oh, I had read the book, and so and it was on our Satellite Sisters summer read list. What yeah. I loved about the movie, I felt like they cleaned up some of the weaknesses in the book. Like oh. they just made it oh. super tight and fun, and you know they just could focus on the story, not so much in the shopping and the stuff. And yeah, I, and I loved it. Yeah, it's also just like great to see a rom com. Yes, I don't care who's in it. Right. Like, yeah, just it have... was delightful yes. and just absolutely beautiful, beautiful from a production. Yeah. You know, you just it really made, you know, I love seeing the, all the scenes in Singapore, yes. all, the, all the delicious food scenes, you know, having lived in Asia, it just made me really homesick for that part of the world. I mean, it was it was really, uh, really great. And it's made a ton of money. Yes. It's the most successful rom-com in nine years. Yeah, I read. Yeah. So maybe we'll get a whole new bunch of rom-coms. That would be great. That would be great. Cause... I thought the couple was fantastic and fun to watch, and it was a lovely romantic story. But also the supporting cast. Like, I got to say, every time Aquafina was in a scene, yeah, she, was, she was insane. The best friend she was, was like... Yes, just, she was great. <laughs> everything she wore, every, just the way she carried herself, yes. oh, the way she delivered all of her lines. Oh, my God. Her whole was family was yes. funny. I thought that whole... Her whole family was funny. I, I enjoyed the movie. Yeah. yeah. So I just saw it over the past weekend. So I was sort of late to the movie. Uh, but also, as I'm waiting before the Yorkie arrived... Uh, I saw three awesome trailers that I thought would be worth uh, noting here on the show because they were all upcoming movies about music, and they all looked really great. The first one is, of course, the Bradley Cooper Lady Gaga remake of A Star is Born. Like, cannot wait. 
When cannot, is that open? Cannot I can't come wait out soon that. enough. You know, I should have looked that up. I'll look at it. Okay, Leon's going to Leon's going to dragoon up that information. <laughs> I think it's November, but I'm not sure. Anyway, so we've all seen that trailer. I could watch it a million times. Well, we're putting the trailer in our show notes just so you can watch it a million times. So that looks great. But also, there were two others. One is a movie called Blaze that is coming out. It's by Ethan Hawke. Uh, he's not in it, but it's about a music. It's the true story of a musician named Blaze Foley. That looks really, really good. And then also the Freddie Mercury movie. So the life of uh, you know Freddie Mercury and Queen. The movie's called Bohemian Rhapsody, but it stars Rami Malek, who oh. I think is fantastic. So that's coming out this fall too. So there you go. A Star Is Born, Blaze, Bohemian Rhapsody. I like all three on my list. The uh, opening date. Some good escapism right there, Liz. Yes. Yes. So opening day is October 5th. Okay. Oh, soon. Yeah. Okay. You're right about the escapism, Julie. You know, my August motto was uh, less news, more music. (laughs) And I think I'm going to carry that right through the fall. More music movies because a little entertainment. We could all use a little light entertainment out there. Um, Yeah. Okay. But now it's going to get serious, Julie, because I have a TV tip for you. Uh, okay, you, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm ready. I am a former TV executive. And this past weekend, I filled out Miami ballot. And I was, you know, once again, voting for the Americans as best drama. Come on, people. <laughs> this is your last chance. <laughs> this is it. It's the Americans. Just they better win this year. But then in that same realm, I saw a note about a brand new show that's coming out. It's been ordered to series, as they say, mm-hmm. by USA Network. It's from they're adapting the Bourne series into a television series called Treadstone. Oh, and I just thought, oh, excellent. Julie, now, who's going to be st- who's going to be starring as Jason Bourne? Well, that's the thing. I don't want to disappoint you before I even get you psyched up. It's going to follow a number of sleeper agents all over the world none of whom are Matt Damon, right? So it's, because oh. it, remember, Treadstone, <laughs> Treadstone was the program Jason right. Bourne is in. So yes. we figure there are other sleeper agents out there. So they're working on it. It's going to come out next year. But I just know how many times you and your husband have rewatched all of I mean, the Bourne we, movies. It is, it's amazing to me, I, I can tell you as a former TV executive, how many times the Bourne movies are on in a weekend? <laughs> I every time I walk into like my house, one of the three Bourne movies is running, and I was like, "Did you order this up?" Or no, it's just on, you know, USA Today. Or he's watching it nonstop. That's his number one movie. I, okay, at least once a weekend, we're watching a Bourne. He, he's watching a Bourne movie. Yeah. Well, Treadstone. So I, if there's a TV mm-hmm. show. I'm never going to get out of the house. (laughs) It's going to be an action thriller series about black ops CIA programs, Julie. So maybe they'll get to the bottom of the whole microwaving your head issue in Treadstone, too. By then, they might have the actual science on that. So there you go. USA Network. Wait for it. 2019. I like that it's on USA because that means it'll be sort of fun and popcorn. Yes. It won't be like super dark. And mm-hmm. yeah, it, it will have a li- it's little sex appeal. It's like appeal. suits. Yeah, it, yeah, it'll have a little <laughs> sex appeal. Yeah, it's like covert affairs that I miss from that network. So that's good. Um, okay. Yeah. And Julie, have you seen the um, the Jack Ryan? Have you? Have you? Of course. Of out? course. It, it just came out this I know. weekend. We You've have watched the whole thing already. All eight episodes. All eight episodes. Yes, I, I highly recommend it. I thought it was really well done, well written, well well acted. Uh, John Kaczynski is excellent in it. So uh, well done. Yeah, we had to stop ourselves from watching all eight. I mean, again, because that was pretty much the entirety of our summer vacation <laughs> was watching that. Was Jack Ryan? We didn't go anywhere or do anything. So uh, yeah. Jack Ryan. So there you have it. Well, I'm sure we'll go in depth next weekend. We may watch it, rewatch it several times. So uh, <laughs> yeah, we can talk. I'll, about I'll it have next some, week. a few more details for you. Yeah. Do you have more news or is it me? No. That's, okay. I think it's you had some book recommendations. I had a couple of book recommendations. I, one of the things I did do in August was read a ton. Um, that's I usually do that when I'm writing. So here's one, Anna Quinlan, you mm-hmm. know, a writer we've had on Satellite Sisters, Solid She's Gold the best. Satellite yeah. Sister, novelist, you know, former columnist from the New York Times and Newsweek magazine. So she is uh, her book came out in the spring. It's called um Alternative Alternate Side. Mm-hmm. Okay, Alternate Side. Because it's 
alternate side of the street parking kind of thing? Exactly. Okay. It is an extent. Which is a New York thing. It's a very New York novel. So uh-huh. if you're wondering who's going to like this, because she hasn't written a New York novel in a while. Uh-huh. So people who love New York will like this book. Oh, me. People who understand parking, <laughs> parking in New York. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then people who want. Even my granddaughter, who's four, understands parking yes. in New York. Yeah. So she's yeah. she's in that. If you want to get the audio book, she might enjoy it, although it's not really for four-year-olds. And then just understand that the parking is an extended metaphor for marriage. Oh. So it has these three elements. Very New York-y. It's very sort of New York real estate, parking-driven. Yeah. And then where can you park your own a home and be married all at the same time in New York? Oh. So okay. that's what I would say. Oh. But one of the things I know, Julie, I hear you like, oh, Julie, you'd like it. One of the things okay. I loved about it was that um, there was a lot of New York used to be this and now it's this. Uh-huh. And the used to be New York is the New York of our childhood. It was okay. dirty, disgusting, dangerous. <laughs> yes. Like where at any moment you could be mugged, you know? And Action was, packed. And, Action packed. And which she's sort of like mournful that that is not the case anymore. Mm-hmm. Then Manhattan has been so cleaned up. Mm-hmm. There's no place in New York where you feel slightly endangered anymore. <laughs> and she misses it, you uh-huh. know? And that's it. It's so safe now, New York. <laughs> like... Where's the excitement? So that's... Theme park. Yeah. But that's Anna Quinlan. She's a wonderful writer. She just really can drill down, pick out these moments that you've experienced, you know, in your own life, and she can illuminate them. So I enjoyed it. Alternate side. And then the other one I wanted to recommend is a book set in India. It's called The Storyteller's Secret, and it's by Sheja Bajani, and it is a beautiful fascinating, intriguing book about India. So if you wanted to do a little armchair traveling Mm -hmm. this fall, this is like a totally enjoyable family saga set in India that you can just dive into and enjoy. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah, I really, really enjoyed that one too. So Storyteller's Secret. Okay, we'll have links in the notes. All right, uh, our to-do list. We're wrapping up here. Let's see. How do we do? Where are we on time? We're okay. We're good. We're good. Just about nailing it. (laughs) Even after a month off. We're going to get this. We are going to get this show someday. We're really going to wrap it up Format. smoothly. Everything's going to happen for us one day. Keep hope alive, Liam. <laughs> All right, Joel, what's on your to-do list this week? Shopping this week. I am shopping at Satellite Sisters, okay? I re- I'm coming out to see you girls at the end of September, mm-hmm. and I need some fresh Satellite Sister merchandise to wear. I'm going to get some cute T-shirts, maybe a sweatshirt, a different hat. So I just okay. that's on my list for this week. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny. We we decided like our press photos are literally 15 years old. And <laughs> I was going to say 100. So okay. I, I, 15 is a lie. They're yeah. 20 years old. Yes. Uh, and so we just decided maybe we should shoot some. We have no pictures of ourselves together. Right. It's that not looks, that we're super vain and we don't no. want to age. We're not like those people. It's just, just we're no, never together. We've never bothered to stage a shoot since the original like book cover shoot. In which, 2001. Yes. Anyway, so we're going to do a little bit of that in late September. Yeah. Yes. So the, you know, a little merch is, is good. Yeah. So yeah. Liz, yeah, Liz told There's us. There's some to get cute some things there. Cute designs. If you haven't vi- visited, go to the Satellite Sister website, Click on the button shop and have start shopping. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, this weekend I'm going to a wedding and I'm kind of excited, first of all, because I don't really know the participants that well. So <laughs> that's good. That frees you up. I mean, Lane. yeah, I don't have a lot of burden. Like I don't have no any responsible investment. No, but it's just kind of fun because these are just two crazy kids that used to work for my husband uh-huh. and they met like while they were working for my husband and then they started a relationship. So one of them left and they did it all very properly and now they're getting married that's and I'm exciting. very happy for them. Yeah. So we're going to that. So I've been very busy self-tanning my legs <laughs> because I, I'm wearing a, it's, you know, it's a fancy dress mm-hmm. and then shoes, but I'm not wearing stuff. But you're wearing shoes. <laughs> okay, excellent. I'm going to do Liam, both you're those really things. taking it up a notch with the shoes. And third love bra and some MeUndies, I'm guessing. No, I, I ordered the special third love. I had to buy a strapless bra, uh-huh. which okay. I, I haven't worn in a hundred years. So I had, I, it's like a. Strapless, wow. <laughs> It's Ooh. it's Madonna level bra. That's all I can tell you. I mean, you mean with the cone? It's like an armored strapless bra. I'm gonna, yeah, okay. I'm excited. For we that. need photos of that too. But mainly, I have to self tan my legs because 
that that's a must for this because as I think I mentioned, I barely left the house in August, so they're not tan on their own. So I got to self tan my legs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But Liz, you are not going to be here next week because you are well. I'm traveling to give a speech at the beginning of the week, but then my actual to do list item is the end of next week. I am moderating a keynote panel at the World Mobile Congress in Los Angeles. So if you are in, say, the microwave business, you're probably going to be there here in L.A. I am uh, moderating a uh, panel on mobile technology. Wait, is that where you're going to be next week? Well, I'm going to be I'm in gonna, Portland. Or I'm going to be in Portland next week. Oh, okay, at the and, beginning and of the week. And this is something and else. And this is something else. I'm My doing gosh. two things in a week, Leanne. Two things. <laughs> Two things. She's and, a superstar, Liam. Wow. So you know how I like my conferences. Anyway, key, keynote panel. Uh, there's like a guy from AEG, you know, the big live events yeah. company. A guy from Boingo, wireless yeah. uh, company. And Rick Fox, the former Laker, Laker who's now in esports. Oh, okay. So that's my panel. And I have to make it fascinating and fun about mobile technology. So, Well, I, I think you should ask that Boingo uh, uh, representative about microwaves. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, that's I'm, that's not what I've been asked to do, but I'm going for it, Julie. Maybe on the aside, you don't have to do it as part of the. <laughs> oh yeah, in, right in the but green. I mean, in if the you could get us some more details, we would appreciate that. Okay. I think you should just hold up your phone and go. Can one of you help me? Why do some calls ring and other calls I can't hear? That's what, what is, I should do. That's what the Mobile World Congress wants me to do on the keynote stage in front of thousands of people. I look like one of those senators in that hearing when they had Zuckerberg like, excuse me. Yeah, I'll do that. I had to go to the iPhone store in August because I needed a new battery and my phone apparently has bad batteries. So they were replacing them for like 12 bucks. It's the Uh cheapest thing at at the Apple store. So I... I feel I felt like I had nailed it. I walked in. I knew my Apple password. Wow. Okay. I had already backed up my whole phone on the cloud. And I thought, I'm going to really impress the genius that I have both those things happening. And he looked at my phone, and the first thing he said was, so are you in communication with a lot of hearing impaired people? <laughs> I was like, what? And he said, well, you have this special keyboard function featured so that you can plug in like a hearing impaired keyboard keyboard i was like no no i don't i'm not involved with that i I was not aware (laughs) and then then he said and have you noticed that none of the phone calls have been ringing because you've also turned off like on another thing i had like turned off the ring well at least you had noticed that i had (laughs) noticed it Genius. I am an idiot. <laughs> so you might want to do that. All right. Um, hey, though, speaking of your mobile devices, you know, in our effort to share the sisters, what did we notice technology-wise, download-wise during the month of August, Leanne? That we had just as many downloads in August as we do when we actively produce four outstanding <laughs> shows every month. <laughs> that people were just listening to our back catalog. Like, yes. really listening. Thousands yeah. and thousands and thousands of downloads. Yes. You went into some deep cuts. There are a lot of shows there from 2007, 2009, and that's what you listen to during yeah. the month of August. So that's great. Please, you know, it's all there. And also, if you want to share those, any sharing you do, we're for. Yes. So thank you for listening, mm-hmm. and thank you for sharing the sisters. All right. We want to thank our sponsors of Satellite Sisters today. Away. Thanks, Away. First class luggage at a coach price. Zip Recruiter. It's the smartest way to hire. So if you're hiring, check them out. Me Undies. Very soft. Brooklinen. Even softer. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> so for all the codes and the offers and links, you can go to the show notes. Liz, am I correct in saying you just tap on the cover art? Is that yes, right? Yes, you do. You can, mm-hmm. It's either tap or swipe, depending on what your phone is. And they're all the show notes, all the links to like all the movies and books we talked about, plus our sponsors. It's all there. All right. We'd also like to thank our engineer, Sergio Enriquez. Thank you, Sergio. So next week, it's just going to be Julie and I. Mm-hmm. And I know we we're going to... Some- Special things planned, right, Leanne? Well, well, I figure, like, let's toss it out there. We are going to talk about um, parents, if you actually... should track your track your teenager right? on your phone speaking uh-huh. of phones like how many of you have have your teenagers on your phone and you can track them and what do you feel like about that so we'll post a question at the facebook group and you can answer in and julie and i are gonna weigh in on that there there i think there are actually uh, you know two sides to that story mm-hmm. maybe even two or three sides to that mm-hmm. story 
Does that work? Are there three sides to things? Sure. Sure. All right. Yeah. Anything else, girls? No, that's it. Nope, that's good. Have a good week. Thanks. Yeah, you yeah, too. Everybody. All right. Happy to be back. Don't forget, call your satellite sister. <laughs>